Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Some terrible pictures about what's been happening in New Brunswick over the last couple of days. I mean, come springtime, we always hear stories about flooding uh, in various areas. We've had some small examples, and I mean, especially by comparison, small examples of what's happened. Uh, last year, of course, it was horrific down through Toronto and many other areas. Uh, invariably, you'll always see flooding around uh, Manitoba, around the Red River. But this time, the focus is on the East Coast, and it's happening around New Brunswick. And the situation in New Brunswick has reached the point now where the Trans-Canada Highway is actually closed between Fredericton and Moncton. And uh, for those who have not traveled that road or been in that area, that's about a two-hour drive. That's a big stretch of road that's now closed. Morgan Campbell has been covering the story. Video journalist with Global News joins us here on The Bill Kelly Show. Morgan, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today. Thanks for having me, Bill. Give me an, uh, just be our eyes for a second, Morgan. Explain to us what you've seen. And, 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 and this is so unusual. I mean, we've, we've seen stories of flooding before, but the magnitude, and I know people in New Brunswick have experienced it before, but never to this magnitude. No, it's, it's honestly like the St. John River just is everywhere. I mean, it, it has overflowed into people's properties. It's, it's across roads, and when I when I say it's it's flooding roads, I don't mean like you know a few inches. I mean a, a few feet. You can't drive through it whatsoever. I mean people have so many sand, hundreds, if not thousands, of sandbags. The worst has to be you know people actually building berms around their house, using excavators to build berms. I mean what it's going to be like when it's time to clean up after this is is just going to be such a tough job because there's so much sand everywhere all the people are are trying to get you know everything safe up to high ground and and it just keeps getting worse every single day the, the water levels keep going up we've got more rain in the forecast and it's to the point where people are just exhausted they're exhausted and and they're just waiting for some type of relief we might see it on sunday um but for the next you know 48 hours people are still just going to have to chug along. How are people responding to this? Invariably, Morgan, when this happened in the past, people, well, some people obviously will leave, uh, but others simply said, well, I'm going to ride this out. Okay, there'll be some water in the basement or something. But this, as you said, this isn't, uh, from what we're told, not even the worst of it yet. Well, you know what, Bill? It's, it's funny you ask that question because I'm actually from Ontario, and this is my first flooding experience in New Brunswick. And I am absolutely blown away at the number of people who are staying in their homes. And I'm not talking a few inches of water in the basement here. We're saying we're we're talking feet. We're talking you step down the first step of somebody's basement and the water is, is almost to the ceiling. And people are continuing to stay in their houses. I mean, there are some people who are very stubborn and they don't want to go. There are others who, who have evacuated. We're looking at those numbers. They fluctuate daily. We're looking at about 2,000 people. Those are more voluntary evacuations. But people on the East Coast are different. They're resilient. They are so resilient. They've banded you know, together, and they're, they're, they're helping neighbors, and they're doing what they can. They don't want to leave their homes. Then, you know, on the other side of the coin, you have the people who are legitimately scared. Today, I, um, I crossed over into an area called Dominion Park, and I met an elderly woman who, you know, she was just talking to me, and she just broke down, and she just started crying. And she said, I have sewage backing up into my basement. My cat is inside the house. I'm scared. And she just kept crying, saying how scared she was, and it really 
really puts it into perspective here. I mean, these are people's homes. These are people's livelihoods. I mean, people are losing things. People are, they're losing stuff, but, but then they're coming together in this, in this beautiful, beautiful way. I mean, people keep joking, oh, this is just the maritime way. But the amount of support, you have people coming from way, way up north, northern parts of New Brunswick, flocking down to the Fredericton area, to the St. John area, with their hands out saying, how can I help? How can I help? You have businesses who are donating time, uh, resources, food, drinks, I mean, sand. You've got uh, fishing boats that are being donated to help with rescue efforts. I have never seen a province come together the way that they have with this flood bill. And we've seen flooding in the past, and we've had it here in, in, in the southern Ontario area. I can remember this is probably years ago, I guess, around, uh, when the Grand River overflowed here in southern Ontario. And I can remember Cambridge, and there's a, a classic shot of a police officer who's allegedly directing traffic, but he was up to his waist in water. Uh, it was boat traffic that he was directing, mm-hmm. and this was on a main street in Cambridge. Uh, and, and I'm seeing some of the pictures here. I mean, they're talking about six and a half meters uh, above uh, ordinary levels right now. I mean, that that's higher than I think they've seen in, what, the last 80 or 90 years? Yeah, it's uh, it's the highest since 1973. Now, they did have quite a bad flood in 2008, but we've surpassed uh, the 1973 levels. Um, and, you know, they're saying that, they it could continue to rise, you know, Sunday, Monday. And there's more rain in the forecast. I mean, so it really, for these people, it, it's quite disheartening because it, it's, it's almost, Bill, like it started slowly. You know, we got the warnings. I think I started doing my first flood story last Sunday. And then it's slowly, 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 slowly. And then, bam, it was just, there's just so much water. And, and it was almost like it happened overnight. When they it when was, when you started the reporting, remarkable. when you started that reporting over almost a week ago, did, did, did was there any expectation that it was going to be this bad? No, no, not once, not ever, not ever. I mean, we thought that you know, obviously, some people in those low lying areas would have to sandbag, but uh, I don't think that it ever really crossed anyone's minds that you know that the evacuations would be what they are, and it's so far reaching. I mean, we're talking from Fredericton down the St. John River to, to St. John. You've got the Trans-Canada Highway that's closed now, so there is no travel between Fredericton and Moncton. It's having a huge impact on the trucking industry because the detour is hours long. You know, what should take probably an hour and 45 minutes will take people between three and four, if not longer, depending on traffic. So this is, this is something that's far-reaching. It, it's affecting people who don't live in these flood areas. Um, then you have the little tiny towns uh, along the river, you know, Majorville. All the cattle in Majorville are now at the Fredericton uh, exhibition right now because literally that whole little village is, is has just been engulfed in water. You know, you've got Gemseg, the same type of thing. It's it's uh, it's tough. It's it's tough to see because some of these images I, I've been telling people uh, back in Ontario. The pictures almost don't do it justice. It's, you know, they say a picture can can it can say a thousand words, but the pictures here, I mean, almost don't even do it justice. It's crazy. The uh, premier were told Premier Gallant has enlisted the help of the ghost card. I assume that's for rescue missions. Yeah, he'll. Uh, they will be assisting um, with uh, with the fire departments and whatnot. Premier Gallant actually, he's been he's been pretty front and center in this. Um, 
he's uh, he was actually out sandbagging people's homes yesterday and uh, and taking out furniture. He has said that he's been in talks with Justin Trudeau about um, you know enlisting the help uh, from the military if needed. At this point, we're not quite there yet. Um, but Trudeau has reassured uh, New Brunswick that uh, if the help is required, the help will be there. We also haven't declared um, a, a disaster uh, just quite yet. Um, mainly, uh, I guess, uh, the officials with EMO are saying that we don't quite meet the criteria just yet. So, Morgan, you've done some great reporting on this. Uh, thank you so much for taking some time to spend with us today to uh, paint a picture for us. Really appreciate it. And uh, stay safe, okay? Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Bill. Okay, great talking with you. Morgan Campbell, video journalist with Global News, who's on the scene in New Brunswick. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.